welcome to the Hello, End Time po- podcast. This is the one you're listening to. Mm-hmm. It is nigh. It is uh, my pod. Harrison uh, Stewart is uh, is one of the hosts of this podcast. I am. I'm sometimes here. Yeah, he's he's here today with us. He's here today. In 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 body, if not in spirit. If not, (laughs) our spirit is far away in the clouds, weaving a holy rainbow. Wow. Of love and ideas. That's beautiful. I uh, I'm Chris Wyden, and I. Do not have a spirit weaving a and holy rainbow. And he's tired of this shit. You <laughs> <laughs> see it on his face. Ooh wee! No, I just came. I just came from a bottomless mimosa sort of thing. Oh, thank you, thank you. That's a little sex joke for you, for you <laughs> sex listeners out there. <laughs> and listener, feel free to come too. Yeah, yeah, you can. In fact, I would say, dare I say? It would be the polite thing to do. Wow. Balls in your court. That's uh, it's true. Anyway, I'm a little drunk. I'll just have full disclosure Already? for the listeners. Yeah, I just came from Bottomless Mimosas. I've been drinking champagne oh. for hours. <laughs> oh, I thought that was a bit. I no, thought, no, that was I real. When you got on and you were saying like what you had been up to over the past week, that the bottomless of mimosas had taken place like I don't know on Wednesday or something. I didn't know that that was like. Oh. No, I came directly. Oh so, no! Well, welcome back. Twenty minutes ago was when I finished my last mimosa. <laughs> Excellent. You see, I was worried that on account of we're recording this on a Sunday, Saturday. no, we're not on a Saturday. <laughs> Don't know what day of the week it is. Who needs? Uh, to know? It is f- almost four fifty my time. Mm. So I was like, "There's no way that I'm going to be able to convince Chris to just like chill." To hang, to have a Lucy with me, but look at that. We're, we've already chin chinned. We've I don't already. Know if that was before the recording. It's. I think it was, but we we cheered our beers over the uh, the virtual space, and yes. here you are drinking your juices, beers, beverages, sodas, waters, mm-hmm. or nothing at all because or nothing at all. you're or just air. full of fluid or air, which air. you do already have, dear listener, a lot of fluid in. <laughs> your body uh this uh podcast is allegedly sometimes about the news oh my god i've heard this um, i've heard this about us it's more about the end of the world i think but oh like it is nigh oh i get it you kind of go hand in hand so you know two birds one stone mm-hmm. two stones one podcast and I don't know why I feel the need to introduce yeah, we, what we, this we, podcast this is, is for everyone tuning in on episode 10-something. Yeah, well, this is a pretty incredible first like three minutes of the podcast. That's right. You've only been listening for three minutes. It feels like hours. <laughs> I know. It has felt like hours just recording this. I can, if you ask me how long we've... I, 45 minutes. Easy. Easy. You're telling me we have a whole nother hour to fill? Oh, yeah, I am. Okay. I sure right. am. No, well, okay. We, yeah, let's do it. I guess we, we have it. to. I guess we the thing can... to talk about is, um, <laughs> since you said hour to fill, it might be mm-hmm. good to mention how many, um, how, many, uh, how many streets will be filled with 
the people of America soon as the Ooh. rent moratorium and like assistance rent assistance programs come to an end or no the moratorium comes to an end tomorrow July 31st and mm. the rent assistance programs are nowhere near enough ready to help with anyone who is going to be rendered homeless as a result so so awesome. i have bad news for you chris oh please please tell me today is july 31st wait is it it is oh, today is the last day wow <laughs> Well, by the time you guys hear this, which might be today, who knows, I might edit this just right after we're done recording and post it, because we are recording a little late, and it is a Saturday. What else do I have to do? Yeah. Yeah. But... No. Yeah, it's it's bad. It's point is... The Supreme Court, like, shot down Biden's effort, or a court, I don't even know exactly, you know, what did you show up for, the news? And... And... <laughs> And basically, Biden tried to extend the rent moratorium, and it didn't. I want to talk about this. I was like, "Cool, I don't know a lot about it." (laughs) I I want to talk about. Hold on, I got an article of the New York Times pulled up. Got an article. Um, Yeah, nationwide moratorium on residential evictions is set to expire on Saturday. That would be July thirty first. Thank you, Harrison. After a last minute effort by the Biden administration to win an extension failed putting hundreds of thousands of tenants at risk of losing shelter while tens of billions in federal funding intended to pay their back rent sit untapped. Yeah, it's a it's a bad move. Um a it's Congress tried to help this past week. They like they failed, but they tried to do like a rescue operation and like push mm-hmm. something through to like extend the moratorium but of course they couldn't do anything because because they don't do anything because they don't do anything and because we only have 50 democrats in the senate and only 47 of them are willing to do the right thing and unfortunately we need all 50 (laughs) isn't that cool what a what a cool country we have um Centralized it's really, it's power really good is like a good idea where they're just going to kick not. out a bunch of people from where they live. And then they're also like, oh, and by the way, being homeless is also kind of illegal. So good luck. Good luck. <laughs> Hugs. Yeah. For like people in L.A., they're especially fucked because they're yeah. starting to build for the Olympics, uh-huh. which no city that hosts the olympics has wanted it in like 40 years right. because it means that everyone's because it's a curse yeah like it's a everyone blight on there. the realm yeah it's traffic all the time and the uh, usual annoying stuff but in addition it's also whole neighborhoods get turned upside down and all of those people lose their homes public housing is turned into different housing or amphitheaters or stadiums for the olympics and all of those people lose their homes Mm -hmm. and it's not like when they build up you know more structures to house more people visiting during the olympics do they ever think oh we should like maybe build affordable housing guests Mm -hmm. at the olympics can stay there and then when they leave all of this housing becomes available to people who need homes no no no. they build like super shitty temporary housing that just sits there they don't let anyone have it it decays and becomes like a rotten empty building this is the way it's the way you gotta do it mr wyden 
It's true. Have you this noticed? Is... Have you looked up on uh, on Japan? Like checked out any of the Japan uh, Olympic memes? Like the Japanese people have been making all yeah. these Akira memes because yeah, yeah, Akira, yeah. it's the 2020 Olympics, and like no one in the movie wants it. And here we are in 2020. Japan is the Olympics, and nobody wants it. Yeah, <laughs> it's uh, it's uh, pretty pretty prescient that they're oh, Akira. It's... Um, it's like actually wild that japan no like akira has to be it is a globally famous movie and it has to be 10 times more famous in japan so the fact that they were like oh we want the 2020 olympics from that fabled piece of pop culture yeah yeah (laughs) that that fabled utopian piece of pop culture akira you know the one with the super happy ending that one yeah it's a. Uh, it's basically. It is not this, but in an effort not to ruin the movie for anyone who hasn't seen it, you should see it. Oh, even do if you not don't like it, it because it's if worth you seeing. haven't seen or read Akira, it. I had literally invented cyberpunk. It's one of the best. Well, to a degree, it did. It did, man. It certainly popularized it. It it helped popularize it. To a the point. manga. The manga. When the manga came out, there was nothing like that. Yeah. That's true. I mean, there was like there was cyberpunk in the '80s from the U.S. Though, like Blade Runner is pre Akira, and I think Akira draws very heavily from Blade Runner. Is it though? Yes. <laughs> let me let me see when Akira came out. Because Blade Runner, I'm pretty sure, came out in like the late '70s or the early '80s, and I think Akira came out in 1984. Blade Runner came out in 1982. 1982. All right, that is going to be hard to beat. Ah, Akira, the uh, okay, same year. The manga came out in the same year the Blade Runner dropped. And I mean, I'm willing to accept that like right, people right, were right. thinking you know about what, this at right. the okay. same time. I will, like that makes fine. sense. I will revise my statement. It is wildly influential in the genre of cyberpunk. Acceptable. It's true. It we is. clean them up with that definition together, and I, for one, am proud. Cheers. I'm proud of it. I will give us a, a little cheers. Ooh, ooh. Little, little. There we go. To the computer. So cute. <laughs> I do want to point out for our listeners that there is like also, this? we are just two white guys who are not very well versed in Afrofuturism, but Afrofuturism is also something that spawned in the 80s and 90s and is heavily responsible for every modern conception of cyberpunk. True. So. I don't want to discount many important groups involved in the creation of the genre. I already revised the statement. We can't yeah, but we're Americans and we have to be conscious of our Why are we talking about Akira? <laughs> because of the Japanese Olympics and how much they suck. Oh, the Japanese Olympics. Well, holy shit. We haven't even um, um, talked about Simone Biles, have we? I Oh, man. I am. I think what she did is like super brave and super cool Absolutely. to be like, dude... I'm fucking like zonked. I got the spins in the air and I survived. Like most people, if it wasn't her because she's yeah. the best in the world, she could have become paralyzed from that. Yeah. Happening. Well, like, and that's and how also, serious that is. Like, <laughs> I, I love, um, if you guys don't know, Simone Biles is a gymnast for the U S Olympic team. She is know. the only competing. There's gymnast. nobody listening to this that doesn't know who Simone Biles is. Fair enough. You guys know who she is, but one important thing to remember is she is the only person who was, um, molested by what's his face. Nasser, Harry Nasser, uh-huh. or whatever. Yeah. Who 
is competing in the Olympics. It, like returned. And like is considered the best in the world. Doesn't have anything. did it to stick it to them and be like, yeah, I'm doing this to exert pressure on you to like do something about the Nasser situation and to make sure that doesn't ever, 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 ever fucking happen again. And I'm sure it uh, will. And then their <laughs> response to that is to just like crucify her when after having to take an extra year that she was not planning for to just like stay at an Olympic level. Yeah. And compete in this weird Twilight Zone <laughs> competition with no spectators. That just like, I mean, that's the thing is that at a certain point you get used to crowds, you know, like lots of athletes say this. It's like, oh, aren't you nervous? It's like, dude, you're nervous, like for a hot second. But then like the crowd starts to become just something that you like get used to and kind of like play off of. Yeah. And without that, that's just like a different, it's, I don't know. It's just besides maybe swimming. I wouldn't imagine it makes a terribly big difference in swimming just because you've got the cap on like. If you anything, can't. I bet it could make swimming harder because every time your ears come above water, it's just like this cacophony, and then you go back down again. Oh, that's true. <laughs> that's actually, yeah, that's a good point. But point being, I used all this as a, uh, a secret tunnel into shitting on Piers Morgan again. Oh, I love this. I'm I love going this to avenue. Take every Christopher, every time I can shit all over. Piersman Morgan. <laughs> I'm gonna fucking do it. He's a bad dude. He's a stupid man. He is a stupid man. He deserves man. to be just like tarred and feathered. It's true. Like, like tarred him and feather I shall. Like Tucker Carlson is like a, like is an evil bad man, but he is a he is definitely like self aware to a to a certain extent. Piers Morgan, I think, is an evil bad man and is stupid as fuck. Like, I yeah. don't think he is... Cannot ever. understate that, yeah. Yeah, like, I, just hearing him, like, pontificate at any point in his career is like, you just don't know what you're talking about, like, in any way, do you? You're just, like, well, saying and, and words like, with conviction. Just, like, a great irony of him is that, like, he thinks he knows dick about dick. Because he was a judge on Britain's Got Talent, even though I don't know of anybody less qualified. Or was it America's Got Talent? Oh, I couldn't tell you. All right, Piers. I don't think this detail matters. <laughs> got Talent. Whatever Got Talent. The point is that, like, why the fuck is Piers Morgan, like, judging somebody's talent? What 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 is he remotely talented at? to say anything about anybody's level of talent, and that's just on a game show. We're not yeah. talking about a fucking Olympian who, like, oh, my God. You know, just since this is, like, the only thing that your small, like, eight knuckle-dragging brain is going to understand, she could kick your ass. She could absolutely wipe the floor with you. Just any, You pick it, man. You pick it. She, she, anything remotely athletic, she's going to kick your fucking ass. This is also so why, like, what right do you have to say anything to like, her you about like, what, what she has to do to like prove herself as an American? You just like so pudgy white old man, just like being this shit bag. Brit, especially. 
Which like where like when I like when did Piers Morgan start doing like something for his career? Because I'm going to bet it was mm-hmm. after the age that Simone Biles did. Simone Biles, as most Olympic athletes do, begin their careers as children and kind of sign their lives away because that career is not very long and most of them do not get to profit off of it. Now, luckily, Simone Biles has, but only because she happens to be the fucking best in the world and has been working since she was like probably like eight or nine years old at this. And like, you're going to say like this person who is like undisputed best is like not great because they realize that they have like hit a limitation with their body. They're going through some shit. I don't know. They were also like actively being assaulted and molested for years. (laughs) And like, you're just going to attack this person because they're like, Hey, I don't want to like paralyze myself at the Olympics because I'm in the wrong headspace. So I'm going to like step out. I think that's just being a smart person. Like, good for you and knowing your body <laughs> yeah uh this dude is a lot worse than i realized oh, no. um he started on the, the piers morgan web search editor for well, like and say it again he's worst. a what people a tabloid editor like a he's... british tabloid editor oh so he started and then at 29 he was like tapped by murdoch <laughs> all right Jesus. so like oh, i hate that you know what I like to just like surface make fun of Piers Morgan because he's not good at stuff. Like like that was I had a tweet like earlier uh, this week that is just like it is the most Piers Morgan thing ever, right? Somebody came at him with like a legitimate comment, and he just responded like, "Hey, so and so, it's your," you know, like correcting him on like a Their spelling, grammar. and then just like a day later, tweets incorrectly using then and then is just like you son of a bitch this is like this is the thing you think that you're just like some super smart you're just a fucking dude you are a white dude that just got like tapped by the right other white dudes for effective skeeziness and now you think that you have any right to criticize anybody but especially somebody that has already won so much gold for the united states what have you done for the United States of America, Piers Morgan? <laughs> Pierce O'Meara is apparently his real name. Ugh. Again, we're gonna we're gonna you know what? <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna preview it now. Chris, hold me to this. Let's just okay. do a Piers Morgan episode. <gasps> Ooh, I wanna I wanna do, do that. I wanna do that because like, I bad know. content can be like clips like a greatest hits or a worst hits of fears morgan let's just take an entire episode meaning that we'll shelve it for this episode yeah yeah yeah. just an entire episode where we just fucking shit on Piers morgan i like this i want to do this bad man let's just let's do it why not get ready y'all in the coming weeks you will you will find this episode Peering at Piers Morgan or something like that. Peering we'll come up at Piers. With a stupid a peer, title. Appear at Piers. <laughs> Piers Nine Morgan. Piers uh, Nine Imports Morgan. Piers and Arrears was the only thing I was able to come up with for my tweet, but uh... PP Momo the episode <laughs> a go go. <laughs> PP Momo, we're coming for your ass. You want to? Lo- you are on notice, sir. 
<laughs> pay pay attention. Pay attention, peers. Um. Well, anyway. Well, anyway. Back, uh, also, I guess back to to the to the non peers Morgan side of of, of everything. The um, um, this one was one you wanted to talk about. I, uh-huh. I guess I'll let you take it away, but the Capitol, uh, the Capitol insurrection police testimony was this past week. Yes, it was. And it was, I mean, I, a part of me feels like this isn't worth talking about because it's not news per se, but I think it's worth talking about in my, a cultural It's news and that, sense. like, I get that it happened a long time ago. But, like, we're just – over time, we're, like, building a clearer picture of what happened, and it just gets, like, more horrifying, you know? <laughs> like, the more the more that comes out, the more that's identified, the more, like, especially footage. Like, that's the thing is that the New York Times had, like, a 40-minute video that just tracked, like, everything that happened like on the ground as it was happening, you know, in like chronological order. And I mean, like it's, it's one of the most insane things I've ever seen. Like I've ever, I've ever watched. I got to go and watch it, that. And it's Holy just shit. like the biggest takeaway is that like, it is wild that there weren't more fatalities. I mean, that's, that is, that is the biggest takeaway is that like, it was like such violence, such like <laughs> vigor, you know, and and it, it, it's it's also crazy. And I would suggest anybody and everybody watch it because, like, the truly dangerous thing about it, and like, this is also something that really came up, I think, in the police testimony that that is just hard to really fathom. Is just like how hard they thought they're like the Americans. You know, like yeah. they were like they were like singing the national anthem. And fucking like, and yes, they were waving like American flags, but like it was the level of like um, bargaining going on, like with the cops trying to be like, come on, like I know you feel the same, like we're actually on the same side. Where it's just like, oh my god, this is this is utter lunacy. This is this is like next level. We don't live in the same universe. We don't. That I think is not going to come from this, and plenty of people have already voiced this, especially mm-hmm. a lot closer to to when it happened. But I think it's it. We have to keep like reminding ourselves that the news did this, and I do not just mean Fox News. Mm-hmm. And I do think it is important to like the press is good, and it is good that we have press. So I am not being. I'm not trying to be anti-news here, but I do think in our dissent, to put it nicely, as Mm -hmm. a nation and a culture and a political system, I think the press holds a very significant portion of the blame. It is by no means the majority. It's by no means a half or a third or anything like that, but it is they have their fair share of the blame here because no one got here without help and yes there was the internet there was 4chan there was 8chan there was parlor there was twitter facebook Mm -hmm. etc that helped these people along and they're all to blame too but so is fox news and cnn for constantly running these stories constantly doing the we're just asking questions thing 
because even right. CNN covering this shit, even in the in the like better way than Fox that they did, has still been just leaning towards this like notion of like apocalyptic country that is in trouble and no one's no one's talking about like here's what people are angry about and here's like some the news is not saying people are angry for x reason and the government is not doing the x thing that people are angry about or the x many things that people are angry about and so these are actions that are taking place instead we watch actions take place then they get mischaracterized by the news as like unexplainable acts of aggression on the part of the populace and then no wonder we convince large groups of other people that they have something to defend against because Mm -hmm. no because what they're being told and shown or what's being implied to them when they watch the news even on cnn is that like something bad is happening and it's coming for them and like yada 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 and -hmm. the world is over and you need to like defend yourself because congress Mm -hmm. isn't doing anything it's i don't know it's just like the news is could be a useful tool like press could be a useful tool in this scenario to actually take the problems voice them and add pressure to the government on this behalf of the public but they're not doing that at all they're trying to convince the public that it is poor people's fault that it is non-white people's fault and that everything is actually fine when you really think about it and don't really worry and and try not to pay attention to the fact that like everything's getting more expensive but your wages are staying the same like i i i think it is important to to blame them heavily in this heavily in their coverage before and after the January 6th insurrection. Yeah. I mean, for sure. I agree. I definitely, I, 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 I don't know. It's hard to, it, it's hard for me to fathom placing more blame. Not saying that you're doing this, but some people are, are like, yeah. And actually like, it's all the news that is like totally corrupt and untrustworthy. It's like, okay, you're right to a, degree but i think that you're like drawing yeah. perfect equivocation there between the two and that's not fair because oh, like sure. at least like cnn and and washington post and new york times just for examples right and we've talked about this before like you 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 know what you're going into you know you know who owns them and you know that there's going to be certain spins on certain stories okay that's true but like Fox is just like getting to the point where like there's no kernel of truth at all, you know. Like <laughs> it's, it's not it's not even and I mean like they're and, just and a propaganda and like OAN are just like they're making shit up and then they're just like oh yeah and I and I've heard this and I've you know like it it just I do think I mean I don't know. I don't know how long Newsmax and OAN, I guess, have been like around and even before Trump, but like there was just this like shift and to like being like, oh, it just doesn't matter anymore. It does, it and like, like totally doesn't Trump matter. Trump is is definitely nothing, the primary to blame. Right. I think it's Trump and of course the GOP. It's Trump for beginning the process and the GOP for deciding, oh, this thing where we just lie all the time works. So we're right. just gonna keep doing that regardless of the consequences and they and it's true like i i just like to call that out because i think it's important to remember that like 
the coverage is a significant factor and we Absolutely. should always be conscious of those messages and yeah. should remember to hold them accountable but primarily accountable is still going to be the existing government gop yeah. and the dems but especially yeah. the gop for yeah. for yeah for just like totally wholesale deciding to well, and, like and be I mean, that's the point is that like it is it is it is true that like it's the same thing with like the political parties as it is with like you know right wing versus quote unquote left wing media is that like yeah i get it they're fuck hey brother i hate nancy pelosi i'm not gonna fucking hang her yeah what are you talking about i She's hate a democratically elected official i hate okay, mike right? pence to are take someone who i hate more run? and i still you don't want you're the hero here yeah, it's like, I don't want to execute Mike Pence, but yeah, I hate that motherfucker. But you guys... I hate that motherfucker. Oh, man. You guys were willing the to balls. execute your own man because yeah. he, because he like, disagreed publicly with one thing Trump said. In the entire yeah. four years, I feel like Mike Pence disagreed with Trump, like, a handful of times. And this time was, like... The only good time... that The only good thing Mike Pence has maybe ever done in his life, which was, like, hey, yeah... <sighs> I think maybe like Biden's which president, bare minimum. <laughs> which yeah. is like, oh, you acknowledge that the election like happened oh, good. Okay, that's um, that's literally the least you can fucking do. Yeah, fuck that. Um, I can't believe that I'm trying to find the exact quote, but they asked like Greg Pence. Who is Who now? Is, is he his son or brother? Or something? His brother. That's okay. now also a representative. Of course he fucking is. Um, was asked like, yeah, there it is. So he's a he's now a representative from Indiana, Greg Pence. When asked how he would describe the January sixth riot, he said, "I don't describe it." Like, oh, the. The moment where your brother and sister-in-law were almost pug publicly lynched? Is that the one? Did you just don't describe? That? The moment where for literally five hours, the entire country was like, wait a second, are we not going to have a country in a little bit? Right, 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 <laughs> right. Where there was like a very serious uh, uh, moment of like, uh-oh, do I need to get like a new job or something do i, I need to do i need a gun yeah like what would honestly, i do with a gun very uh, much the first thought i had was like oh man do i need to buy a gun fuck <laughs> these fucks have guns um all right well yeah that's it's getting worse it's getting worse. This one, I don't honestly, I feel like we've been bouncing around ranty all over the place today. So I don't know if this episode has been coherent, but I hope it has so far in this first half an hour. Um, I guess, though, I, I, I guess I'll mention one more thing before we move on to bad content, which mm. is I, I had a few more things to mention, but I'll stick to just this small one. Sheila Jackson Lee became the third black member of Congress to be arrested for peacefully protesting the Senate's inaction on voting rights legislation this past week, i.e. the For the People Act. I think it is, you know, it is interesting to say the least, I guess what is what you could say, that 
black officials of the federal government, elected mm-hmm. leaders, elected rulers in certain forms of thinking are being arrested because they want to put just a little bit more say in the hands of of the american public and it's and it's just like not i guess what's 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 insane is that one they're doing it so blatantly and that it is so blatantly one-sided like the fact that it is as blatant as it is and it's not just like oh we're just going to like arrest like every one of these officials and go like be a little more fashion it's like oh no it's just gonna be the black american officials those are the people we're going to arrest these are also you know people being arrested at peaceful protests while in you know dc and other cities but while like biden is president those are the troublemakers it's like Like, oh really how'd you pick them oh interesting how did you identify those people I just it, it's one of those it's one of those little little moments of scary where you're like, oh, that's I guess that's something that uh, that is back in force as a public thing and not something we like to hide anymore. I feel like five years ago, I wouldn't have read articles like, oh, black legislators are getting arrested. Mm-hmm. I would have expected to read articles like black citizens are, of course, being mistreated. But now we're just like full blown at a stage of like, oh, you're like a representative who's protesting. You're someone with actual power. We're still going to arrest you, even though, yeah, it doesn't matter. It's we don't, we don't, we don't, we don't care to acknowledge this point of view. So, doesn't it's, exist. Yeah, it's not a, it's not good. It makes me. I mean, not that these are the same because they're not. Um, and plenty of, uh, plenty of of a really smart and talented and other less smart and still talented and some not talented black American politicians throughout history have dealt with this type of discrimination while being elected officials throughout their lives. And I'm sure plenty of them have dealt with this type of discrimination while being elected officials with police officers who didn't know they were elected officials. And I'm sure that fucking sucks 10 times over or whatever, but it makes me think of, or brings me back to Portland, you know, Mm -hmm. a year ago when the Trump administration started, you know, just kind of sending black FBI, yeah, just start sending FBI goons to black bag people on the road in unmarked vans without wearing any kind of uniform and without identifying themselves as police officers or law right. enforcement. And and the fact that like, and and I can't I can't stress this enough, the fact that like, if when he gets reelected. All of that's going to be worse. All of that's going to be worse because they've already they've already like tested the waters and there wasn't enough pushback to stop them. And it's not going away. I'm worried that like I'm worried this is going to be a Biden thing. I I don't even if Biden doesn't do it, like Biden's not going to make a policy that says he can't do it. You have a this has been added to the presidential power. This ability does it won't matter because I mean like exactly like we're seeing now to where he's basically undoing or trying to undo a bunch of stuff that Trump did. Trump will just re undo it when he gets reelected, which will happen if they do not pass the For the People Act. (sighs) All right, let's go to music.
too hot to handle. Harrison, we're back, and You're I have some bad hot. news for you. You have I've some bad news. Managed, I've only managed to watch the first half of Too Hot to Handle. No way, me too. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's actually kind of beautiful. So we can watch the second half for a future <laughs> for a future <laughs> episode. So apparently episode Harrison and I both two, part one. Yeah. <laughs> episode two part one of two. Season hot two, to episode two, part one. It, that's not confusing at all. Everyone everyone no. will be able to get that. <laughs> no, absolutely. Um Yeah, this show, I again, I hate how simultaneously bad it is and how much i enjoy it while it's on (laughs) it's not i mean it is bad but it's also not bad it's also like yeah it is one of the and and i i sound i feel like i'm a grandpa for saying this but it's the only word my drunk mind can think of it's one of like the hippest new reality (laughs) tv shows and it, I mean, I mean that though. Like they got like they're doing like memey shit. The weird narrator element is like really growing on me. Very Who endearing. They named in this episode. I don't. I don't think that the narrator had a name in the last one. I Wait, they named. I missed that part. When did what is her well, name? I only noticed it because I had subtitles on. But then also like her name was like Sarah or something. I don't remember. Sarah. But okay, they did name her. Uh. And this episode is when they start striking out. This is day two. Day okay? two. Just been, the law has been laid down. Oh, yeah. Let's They're give the kissing, recap. They're not allowed no wanking, to do sexual stuff. No fucking. The only right? thing Those they can the do is cuddle. Rules. That's it. They can, cuddle, can cuddle, and that's it. You can hug. You can... Touch as you, long as it's not in certain areas that are sexual. Yeah, yeah that's what I was kind of thinking. I was like... Well, maybe there's a loophole there. There might be a loophole because they specifically like the no, the second rule is like no self gratification. But well, I guess a hand job is it's like no sex acts, no like sexual. Contact. There's no loophole. There's no loophole. It's just like yeah. don't like you get it, you know. And the um, way this game works is they have a hundred thousand dollars at the start of the season that every contestant gets to split at the end of the season, but every single time a rule is broken about their sexual activity, so if somebody kisses or fucks or humps or whatever it is, then based on the level of offense, kissing being the lowest level, sex being the highest level of offense, they money is deducted. They don't really tell you what the math is for how much money is deducted, but money is no, deducted from that 100000 for everybody to split. So you have Which sex is not and... like, oh, like that's, that's... Wait, Everyone's is, wait, punished. It's 100000 or 10000 It's 100000 Oh, okay. I thought, I, at some point I thought that was ten grand, and I was like, what? So they each get at most a thousand bucks? How does yeah, that work? Yeah. Fuck I think, away. I think if they all got a hundred, how many is it? It's like eight of them or something? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, or maybe it's an odd number. I think it might be an odd number. Maybe it's Wait, seven. no, we can do this. I can, all right. Oh, we're going to list them guy, all. There's Little Guy. There's Rhino. There's Parisian. Marvin. Is that Marvin? Huh? Is Marvin Parisian? Yes. Okay. Sexy French man. Are there the only? Are there only four dudes? I do think no, there's no, an odd no, number. no, no, no. Uh, uh, Internet. 
British, British boy. Oh yeah, Go, gross right. British boy okay, who is so like yeah, objectively hot, but for some reason his voice makes me find him disgusting. I don't know why. Well, because it's just like the worst kind of British accent. It's just like, well, oh, think I fancy a snog. <laughs> it's like, like all, right, all right, well, well, get out of here. So he and he and British lady, British boy and British lady, who are just like thickest thieves. Uh, had two violations. They had two. Um, that's right. They had two violations. They had which two were, violations. Did they? They, they didn't had, fuck, did they? Huh? Did they, they did fuck? not. No. Nobody. Nobody. To my knowledge, which again, I am halfway through it. Like Lana was just dropping the hammer on them about how much they spent Lana's on them kisses. The, the computer host of the show. So you have the host. Yes. You have the narrator of the show who drops in sassy comments when people say something stupid or look silly. And then you have the host of the show who is like a Siri type Amazon Alexa type device that like sits on a table and like robot voice commands everybody. Right. And it's just like weirdly like power mad. Just like I gave you rules. You broke them. Your crimes are your own. I mean, you know, it's, it's a little more cleaned up than that, but it's, it's, I mean, it's a reality show. Um, yeah, so Brits, Brits broke twice. That's two. Uh, Melinda, who is the first one that we meet. Right. Um, she is, uh, she breaks with Marvin and the little man. That's right. Little man gets a kiss uh, in there. I forgot. Yes. Little man gets two um, kisses in, I think. Yes, he does. Also from... Uh, hot blonde. There's hot blonde and lawyer blonde. I know who you're talking um, about because lawyer blonde's got the got the scary mouth. Yeah. Lawyer um, blonde does have a scary <laughs> mouth. Lawyer blonde in this episode especially was just like not looking her best, and I think it's mainly because and I you know she actually seems like the most reasonable of all of them. She probably partially. is not looking her best because she's like worried about more important things. <laughs> right. Yes. Meanwhile, like the best looking like Brit- British boy out there, out there spending a uh, spending a uh, three thousand quid. Yeah. Uh, that's what we end up finding out. The math is is that it's like three thousand dollars because in total there's seven violations. Oh, and it's um oh uh, yeah, and because blonde, so hot blonde also hooks up with football guy, meathead refrigerator boy, meathead yeah. refrigerator. Who Small is guy. not attractive and then to me Meathead at again. all? Meathead and then is Meathead like Meathead again. But what's funny oh, is that in like the interviews, it's pretty clear that she doesn't recall hooking up with Meathead again, uh, which I think is is pretty problematic. Holy shit! I guess I was watching on one point five speed, so I like I definitely missed some of this. <laughs> That's that is one point five speed. Like, oh my god! Oh my god! I wonder how I drink up. So, yeah, it costs like twenty one. Uh, was it twenty one? No, it's like twenty one thousand. It was twenty one thousand. I know you got your math right. It was seven violations, three thousand per violation. That's twenty one. Dude, that is un. That's a three thousand dollar kiss. That's no. Like, is it worth it? And now they're gonna probably like keep going. Like that's what's. That's what's. Now, the weird thing is that I feel like the self-gratification rule, which, again, I don't really get. Like, that one that one kind of sticks out to me. That one's just, like, cruelty, you know? That one's just, like, 
that's where it becomes clear that they're a little more interested in torturing these people than in actually encourage them to like find a decent relationship. That's oh, where they certainly. where they give it away. I but and we haven't seen the second half, and I'm assuming the second half of the episode begins the process of whatever the the like teaching is. But for the first half of the second episode, there is no like yeah. if they're there to learn how to grow better relationships, that is not happening at all. In it, like, and I don't mean this as in like the contestants are doing a bad job. Like the show is doing nothing to make them learn right. how to grow like, better it just relationships. Sets up the scenario where they're all drinking and looking fine as hell, <laughs> and then they're just like, "Oh well, you know." I'm drunk and horny, and we're all wearing basically underwear. So. <laughs> oh man, yeah. God. It's it's it's. <laughs> it is cruel, but. It's also just like really funny that like I do feel like the whole like learning a lesson thing was like an afterthought because like like someone just came up and was like guys, this is fucked up. <laughs> like you're like we're gonna take really hot horny people and tell them not to be hot and horny. It's gonna be funny for all of us non-hot people. <laughs> uh, yeah, but then they added that little that little moral tale. Yeah. To, to to the mix. I, I um, figure there will be like couples retreat type activities where they're like supposed to like give each other massages without or... getting a boner or whatever. Yeah. And like I don't know. I'm just assuming based on that one no, the that way the show awesome. has that gone. One would be like more in tune with like what I'm talking about, where like I think that they should just like nut up about it and admit that they're just like into torturing these people and then just like do that. I don't know if it's not going to be that. Harrison, I think it is going to be that. And then they're just going to like sneak in a sentence at every time to be like, and this is to help teach you. And this is what they learn. (laughs) And isn't that nice? It's like we can learn and grow (laughs) and be a people so making me watch porn in an ice bath was to teach me how to, how to grow <laughs> relationships. uh yeah Duh. By, by the way that does not happen in the show or at least not to our knowledge not but yet. it feels like it could it does feel like it could i wonder what the point of that would be <laughs> what the lesson is like because if you uh um if you can't get it up in an ice bath then actually it's because you're learning to you open grew. up yeah. to people. To be you... less cold yourself. There it is. Nailed it. Yeah. That's a lesson. And then there can That's be a, a le- dick joke a about... moral for you. There can be a dick joke about how you're a grower, not a shower, because you had your, your growth moment in the ice bath without getting a boner. <laughs> that could happen. I will say... You're making fun, but that could happen. It could happen. This show is like... It's transparent in its goal, but that doesn't make it... Like, Harris and I are taking the show at its premise, but its premise is very much... It's it's an advertising ploy, as far as, like... Not it's advertising a specific product, but, like, the way the show is getting you to be interested is subliminal messaging by bringing up sex constantly so it's a show where you're watching people because you can't have a show where everyone's fucking all the time because that's called porn so instead to make it not porn but a show that more people would be willing to watch and that netflix would put out for you you have to no pun intended you have (laughs) you have to like basically go oh well we'll make them scantily clad the entire time 
but will say they can't have sex and will talk about how they can't have sex the entire time. So the yeah. audience is going to constantly see these like half yeah. naked oh, people with the word sex, sex getting drilled into oh, their head. Oh, I bet they're gonna have sex about <laughs> it. They're gonna have some raunchy fucking. <laughs> That's what all sex. It's. I mean, it's. That's a, what it's all an, hope happens. It's Money obvious, be but damned. it's true. It's works. I mean, it's pork. <laughs> I'd hate to I I I hate to admit that my reptile brain is probably working in that way, but it has to be. Like, it, that has to be part of why I like un against my will enjoy this show. It's if like, <laughs> the boot fits, if the boot fits, then you are Italy. Nice. Thank you. I mean, a little absurdist humor for you. Yeah, no, we got a mic drop after that. That's I don't know what we're at, but that's the end of the episode. It's not going to get better than that. All right. <laughs>